residential lighting specialist to our residential Welcome to Residential Tech Talks. I'm Jeremy Glowacki, Executive Editor of Residential Tech Today. On this week's podcast, I'm joined by two distinguished members of the CEDIA Trade Association leadership team, CEO Daryl Friedman and Director of Government Affairs, Darren Riemann. Daryl is relatively new to CEDIA, having been hired back in October after an exhaustive search by the association to find its next leader. He was hired away from his previous role overseeing membership advocacy, industry relations, and the technical wing for the 25,000-member Recording Academy, which is known globally for the Grammy Awards, and as the association representing technical and creative professionals in music. Our other CDA guest, Darren Riemann, is someone I've known for about as long as I've been covering this industry. His advocacy work for the custom integration trade Broadly, and the CDA membership more specifically happens mostly behind the scenes, but is at the heart of protecting the trade from harmful legislation and ill-conceived state licensing requirements over the years. Daryl and Darren are here to discuss a new event called the Advocacy Town Hall, which will be held at this year's CDA Expo in Dallas. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us today to discuss the Town Hall and other developments going on at CDA. Thanks, Jeremy. Great to be on. Well, I'll start with you, Daryl. Um, I was pleased to have spoken to you back when you first joined CEDIA um, this past fall, and I, I've been monitoring your path around the country as you've met with CEDIA members and settled into your role. Uh, a lot of fun posts uh, on, on LinkedIn and other social outlets. Now that you're about nine months into it, how well have your expectations matched up to your actual experience with the industry and the association? Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not that much of a veteran. I'm only about uh, seven and a half months in. But, oh, um, seven and a half. Right, because yeah, you started no. a little bit after we talked. <laughs> I, that's correct. Yes. Yeah, Interestingly, it was, a, it was a year ago today that I got a call from the recruiting firm that with they, that CEDIA hired and said, do you know about CEDIA? And I said, do I know CEDIA? I love CEDIA. We, we actually, at the Grammys, we endorsed CEDIA's high-res audio training, and we were very you know closely aligned in terms of the audio stuff. So now having been here seven and a half years, um, I'm really pleased with the direction. I love the staff, the board, um, the volunteers, and really there's so much potential at CEDIA. Um, I, I can kind of sit back and you know the, the, let the professional staff do their thing. I think my job really is to tell the story and uh, explain the value of CEDIA and to make sure that we elevate the entire industry. So, um, so far it's been a great seven and a half months and I can't wait to see where we can all take this organization together. Well, you just made it sound so cool to be uh, in a CEDIA member when you talked about how the Recording Academy knew CEDIA, or you as, as a, a head honcho there knew about CEDIA. And uh, I, I don't know if um, most of us realized that the that the connection had been made there um, from from that perspective. So that, that's uh, that's a pretty big statement. Um, so you, you've been able to to get out and, and kind of connect with um, with integrators, with um, manufacturers, get on the road. That's like always the easiest way to really understand who you're representing, right? But just the actual have face-to-face -face time, which is not always easy these days. Everyone on Zoom and the, and the like. But uh, I know you've you've been out there. So uh, where where all have your travels taken you so far? 
Well, I wanted to um, go to our EMEA office uh, first off the bat. Um, I mean, we're one CDA now and globally aligned, so we wanted to make sure that I met that team as well as the team in, in the United States. And so while I was there, the uh, the staff there set me up with some great meetings. I went all over the UK to to talk to integrators, to talk to manufacturers, um, and to sit in uh, you know a lot of experience centers and really kind of understand their their um, situation in the UK. Then from there, um, I was joined by some of our board members in New York, uh, and then Los Angeles, Orange County, and then of course at ISC um, at in Barcelona, I had a chance to meet so many members from all over the world and really hearing a lot of great feedback. It's, it's so great to hear when you're face-to-face -face after, especially after all these years, to just be face-to-face, -face, you really can get into an honest conversation. And to me, it's just as important to hear about the things that people don't like about CDA as it is to hear about the things people do like. And so we can work on those and improve. So it's been um, the getting back to face-to-face -to -face and really sitting down with our members has been great. And I hope to do that more in September when, when we have our uh, CDA Expo. Yeah, and I, I, I think it's important to realize uh, folks who are listening and watching that CEDIA is truly a global organization. And, and you prove that by just talking about being out in other international um, countries. So um, it's it's a lot more than just the North American um, folks that you know, I mostly talk to, but uh, it's, it's a big, big organization. Now, Darren, I um, like I said, we, we go way back. I, I even had a short stint on um, a government affairs committee for CEDIA way back. I even have a lapel pen somewhere to prove it. Um, at this point, you must be about the longest tenured CEDIA staff member. I, I wonder if uh, that's why, why Daryl likes to hang out with you, because you kind of know <laughs> where all the bodies are buried, so to speak. Uh, have, do you feel like you're the veteran member of the team at this point? I am a veteran member, but uh, but there are others that have have served CDA longer, and I mean it's been a, been a great joy to see how this industry has evolved and the issues that relate to and the legislative front have evolved, and and we continue to serve our membership through through our advocacy efforts. So, yeah, and, and I'm told that you've been uh, very active this year in terms of industry advocacy. Um, for instance, uh, just in general, protecting the integrators from, uh, um, you know, legislation on low voltage projects in the U.S. and then getting, um, and you'll have to explain this one to me, an official building site card for integrators in the U.K., uh, as well as joining a uh, U.K. government think tank on the role of technology and uh, aging in place. So can you kind of walk us through some of those initiatives? That's a, a lot there. Sure. So, um, you know, the core issue when we first met Jeremy, you know, is a licensing issue. I think we, we met at the buildings in, in New York City at the Department of Buildings on a licensing issue there at a municipal right. level. Mm -hmm. Even though that was years ago at the municipal level, we've had a lot of activity at the state level. As a global association, you met, you've heard, you listed some of the initiatives globally. In fact, we worked on a licensing issue. It's a little different licensing issue in Australia for our membership in Australia, in New South Wales the last couple of years. And then we've worked in Malt, continue to work at the state state level to represent our members um, as technology evolves, the importance of lighting, power over Ethernet, and those things, that, that becomes a dialogue or a discussion with policymakers and about who can install that technology with what license and making sure that the scope of work of a license for an integrator is properly represented. And then, um, and then we also, you know, have been active the last 
over the last year at a, again at a municipal level at the city of Houston and wanting to make sure that the integrators are properly represented in the electrical code that is adopted for the work that's done within the city of Houston. So um, I guess we touched at all, we could potentially touch and we are prepared to touch at all levels of the government for our membership as a global association, whether that's in at a country or um, you know at the federal level, the state level or a municipal level. Right. Yeah. And I'd forgotten back when we had that meeting, which was a great memory on your part to remember that I was there for that. Um, one of the few hands-on moments that I had the opportunity to do because I was living in New York at the time, but that was a municipal uh, issue that was going on. And uh, I always think of state um, laws more uh, as the issue, but still it's municipal as well. Um, what What about that of that building site card? What, what does that entitle integrators? Um, to do or be allowed to do in the UK? Well, I think the, the main headline for the UK is this connect, this in a, a partnership with Policy Connect, which is really going to allow um, the integrators in the UK to be part of the whole digital infrastructure as new buildings are built. Okay. They're working with the housing ministry in the UK to make sure that as people age, as people have disabilities in their homes, that from the beginning, the digital infrastructure can include the um, you know the t smart technology that will make people's lives better. So that's the main point of the UK initiatives. But okay. really, all over the world, we have so many um, interest from members who want to see advocacy done uh, in their territory. And even when I met with some Indian members at ISC, they they told me they want to get involved in advocacy as well. So I think you're seeing in the rest of the world what you've seen Darren do in the United States for almost 20 years now, which yeah. is to just improve the business environment for our members. Yeah, and and over the years, I you know just to clarify, everyone, I probably figured this out, but it's mostly com competing with the electrical trade, and 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 there's there's always protection from a safety standpoint there. So trying to com compete at different projects as well, there's, there's a lot of, that goes into that, but but uh, there's there's some legitimacy there from a safety standpoint, but then there are sometimes it's overreach where you're limiting a low voltage contractor from doing some work that really is not affecting anything from a safety standpoint. Um, so so um, I know from experience that despite Darren's hard work um, monitoring state legislations, municipal legislation, uh, his efforts are extremely dependent on industry involvement and uh, that, that it really helps to have local members of CEDIA, other integrators as the boots on the ground. Um, so Darren, can you explain how it, how important it is for CDA members to be engaged in, in what's going on in their municipalities or states so that you can get a quick heads up if they hear something that's going on that you may be monitoring as well because you're really good at that, but it, it could just give you an advanced word like, hey, they're telling me I'm gonna need new licensing here or a new certification. It, how important is it for CDA members and others to do that to be it, it, it's vital i mean it's we're, again we're one cedia and that that carries over to our membership and while we we invest heavily in a in a tracking system to track legislation activity at the state and municipal level in canada and looking at how we do that within other countries as well to serve our, our global membership it's vital that we have the local participation um all government is local and it's we have a seat at the table but they help amplify our voice and mm -hmm. build those relationships 
difference. And I would encourage our members that are as as small business owners to get involved and to attend not only the advocacy town hall at CDA Expo and learn from from our past advocacy efforts and how you can step up and be involved and be a voice, but also attend your local town halls for with your state legislative leaderships, your your congressional leadership, and even down to your municipal leadership. So you're the advocate for your business, your industry, when it comes to issues of technology, and you're building those relationships out of session. So we so we can utilize those relationships in the legislative sessions. So they play a vital role. They explain the actual day-to-day and how these regulations could potentially impact their, their jobs and their bottom lines and being able to to express those to, to policymakers throughout the legis and it, it's throughout the legislative process from a legislative meeting to a committee hearing, to, you know, as bills get amended, it's constantly monitoring, but in staying engaged as a CDM member through the process, protecting your business and your future work. Yeah, that's such a good point. That reality of the business owner in that particular market being the voice, not just CD as an organization flying in and helping out, um, you know, as an entity that maybe seems impersonal, even though, you know, humans are involved, people are involved, personalities. But when you have the local story to tell, this is how it's impacting my business, or it potentially could that that could make such a difference there, um, and and as well. Um, just, just being, um, kind of given, given some r- real human impact, uh, in the story as far as, uh, as, as opposed to just business entities. Um, so w- I want to continue our conversation with CDS Daryl Friedman and Darren Riemann after the break. Do you want superior smart home automation at a great value? Shelly Wi-Fi relays by Alterco Robotics cover DC to line voltage, allowing you to control lights, outlets, appliances, garage doors, pumps, and much more. There are Shelly sensors and power measurement devices to help you measure temperature, humidity, lux, or motion, and electrical consumption from single wire to three phase with neutral. You can use Shelly with a licensed driver for Control 4, Elon, or other premium systems, as well as your customer's existing hub, voice assistant, or any platform that accepts REST, MQTT, or CoAP. Shelly can make IoT very easy. Available now at Blackwire, City Electric Supply, and Worthington, or at ShellyUSA.com. Welcome back. We're talking with CDS CEO, Daryl Friedman, and Director of Government Affairs, Darren Riemann. Uh, I, I wanted to dive a little bit more into the advocacy town hall plan for CEDIA Expo at the end of September. Um, it, it, Darren kind of touched on it, uh, Daryl, but could you maybe go into a little more detail of what um, the idea was behind this, what you hope it kind of looks like when folks uh, attend it, who, who should be interested in attending this? Well, anyone in our channel should be interested in learning more about this and learning how they can get involved because the threats are real out there. I mean, the CD has been out there protecting the business environment for integrators and manufacturers, but we can't do it alone. We need to have the support of the community. And they, as, as Darren said earlier, they are the compelling voice to policymakers. So what we're doing is gathering everybody uh, Thursday morning of Expo. Uh, this is September 29th. It'll be a free breakfast at 7.30, some networking opportunities. You'll hear some presentations about what's going on, what, what is going to impact your business in the coming year. And then have a Q&A session, a true town hall, 
followed by a real uh, point of action. So people there can get on our terminals and log, basically send a message to their legislators telling them how important our industry is, how it should be recognized, how these licensing issues and other issues, state and federal, uh, affect us. And uh, it's very compelling. And I, I would encourage everybody who's going to be in Dallas in September on the 29th, Thursday morning, come to this town hall, free event. But it's going to be maybe one of the most compelling things that you'll uh, experience this year in terms of your business, because this really is going to impact how you can do business and if you can do business in the future. So it's important that you all get everybody gets involved. And, and Darren, you mentioned some specific um, municipalities like Houston and, and other uh, international um, kind of issues. Are there anyone in particular from states or cities that are attending CD Expo that really shouldn't miss this like there's something actively going on where you could use their voice on the ground there um or is it just open-ended at this point anybody could be effective it's open-ended we're going to obviously have some examples from the past beyond just the licensing examples um that kind of have been our core issue as we continue to look to expand as um, as the services of CEDIA expand, you know, the, the issues continue to expand. But I mean, there are specific examples, you know, we're, we're in Dallas, but we have the specific, it's ongoing Houston. If you're an integrator in Houston or do work in Houston, this is an important We'll have one of our members, local members from Houston, explain the potential impact and 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 the process moving forward. So staying engaged there. Um, there's there's multiple states. I, I think really we've got to be prepared. 2023 is going to be a very active year, um, in the sense that for a number of different reasons. It's the first year of the legislature. So you're going to have a, s some new legislative leadership within each state. So you'll have new ideas, new, new issues. Um, and then also the National Electrical Code potentially, um, once it's adopted with the NFPA, could have significant impact for integrators. And as states adopt that with amendments, that could also lead to, to, in addition to adopting the National Electrical Code, additional amendments to license, electrical licensing acts, low voltage amendments, and, the, and those sort of things that CD will be on the lookout for. But again, we'll provide examples in the advocacy town hall, but it's a way for our members to learn how they can be involved in the important role that they play throughout the advocacy process. That's very good. And I, I definitely want to touch real quick on, on your, both of your backgrounds, because Darren, and you've been doing this for so long, but you, you come at it from a, from a passion for, for government, um, for, for, um, legislation. What, what got you so interested in this, um, area, uh, as a kid going through school and then finding this kind of a dream opportunity with Cedia? It was a great opportunity. I mean, and what I really enjoyed about it, Jeremy, while you know, and our members know, you know, I've been at this a long time. The government affairs effort was established under CEDIA very early as an association on the forefront back in 1999 under the leadership of Mitchell Klein. And, um, you know, from that, you know, I, I joined a few years later, so I was able to grow, grow the grow the, the voice and, and and as the issues have evolved. Um, you know, I, I thought I maybe wanted to go to law school, but this opportunity presented itself and and I've just enjoy, really enjoyed as we talk about the importance of working 
um, issues, it's, it's, it's important that you're working alongside the members on issues. And I think one takeaway for our members to understand is we may be working in one state one year, but what we're, we're trying to, at a national and a global stand, make sure that, a, that legislation isn't enacted that could potentially be looked at or copied in other states. So mm. while we may be active in one state, we're also protecting as an industry association, we're protecting the, industry, the interests of the industry in that, not only in that state, but making sure that, because states like to look to other states for examples. So we've got sure. to keep that in mind as, a, as, as your association and, and what role we all play. We all play a key role in that process. And, and when you get a communication from our advocacy tool, you know, to please take that seriously, take the time away from your business and and attend the hearing, be the voice for your industry and your business, because it's not only about today and being busy today, that's a great thing. But we're looking out into the future and trying to make sure that code is properly represents this industry for for the next five to 10 years if, and beyond. And and Daryl, you, uh, you have a long history of government advocacy from your recording academy days. So this is nothing new to you. Um, and it seems like a, a an amazing fit. I'm sure when when you're being interviewed, that it clicked for the folks that uh, knew this was such an important ingredient in the CEDIA Association. What what experience have you had from from your prior um, role that you kind of are bringing into your CEDIA role, and just understanding how important it is for for this advocacy to happen? Yeah, well, I, I'm here in Washington. It's where I live, and so my my work has been centered around um, a lot of it. It's been centered around government relations in in D.C. working with federal legislature. Um, and you know, one of the things I learned is that the impact of having individuals who work in the community um, connect with those policymakers uh, is unmatched. Nothing nothing a lobbyist can do will ever be as compelling as a constituent sitting down with their representative and making the case for their business in the, you know, in the local district. So one of the great gratifying things I've had, and I, and I worked in this, in the music industry during the digital transitions, it was a very active time. You know, the whole industry was changing, but there was nothing better than having a, a artist or a songwriter sit down with a member of Congress and explain the issues from their standpoint. And I wanted to bring that to Cedia because, you know, I, I kept hearing Darren was our best kept secret. I said, why? <laughs> it shouldn't be a secret. The work that CEDIA is doing in government relations is so important to the industry. But the the real next, the real magic here is to amplify Darren's work, you know, uh, 30,000 times and having all the CEDIA members sit down with their legislature and explain the business to them. And in addition to it being effective and in addition to it being important, I will also tell you it is a blast. I mean, people people's eyes open up because I think there's just this skepticism in, in our society that, you know, what can I do? Government's here. I'm over here. You know, I can't make a difference. And when, when one of our city members sits down with a policymaker and explains the issue to them and sees change happen and see, sees them listening and affecting change, there's, there's very few things more gratifying than that. So part of what the town hall on September 29th is designed to do is to help people become their own advocates and to be voices for their own business and their own communities with their own members of Congress. Well, and and not to make it sound like this is all that CD is doing, even though it's probably the core of what is so important for the association to be uh, working on and advocating for. Um, but uh, six months ago, um, you announced uh, the first globally accredited, um, uh, I guess, 
tech, it's cabling and infrastructure technician certification, and now um, the integrated systems technician uh, certification has also been accredited. So, what um, what is the accreditation accomplished? Like, why is that an important thing to have achieved and announced for Cedia? Yeah, it's great. It's great. We're so excited about it. It's a great question, and you know, it really is. You're hitting on kind of our all of our pillars here. We have. Our three pillars are advocacy, connection, and then education. And they all tie together because in the case that you're mentioning, the globally recognized certification, it's really about making this industry much more recognized, much more um, established in terms of the credibility of the training. And so when a homeowner or an architect or a designer or whoever is hiring the integrator um, sees that stamp of approval and sees it's a globally recognized certification, which we now have for CIT and IST. It adds that credibility, it elevates our industry, but it also connects back to advocacy because when Darren's out there trying to, you know, push some other trades or trying to push us out of the space, Darren can say, look, our certifications, these people are trained with a globally recognized certification here, we're just as you know valuable and just as important to the process as these other trades. So all of this ties together and um, congratulations to the education staff at CDA and also the certification commission, which has just done great work to get these recognized globally. Yeah, talk about a lot of work behind the scenes. I know there are folks that were just really, really um, mired in all of that from the early days and got it all done. So CIT, which is cabling and infrastructure technician, that's more of the entry level one. And then um, IST, uh, integration, integrated systems technician, uh, a little bit more advanced um, for technicians um, that are installing and testing, troubleshooting the residential technology systems, if I'm correct on that. Exactly. So uh, that's that's great progress. Um, and, and I guess to wrap up, as we look forward to um, CEDIA Expo at the end of September and education being um, CEDIA, the association's um, core focus at the event, um, I guess what, what would it what would we want to know about uh, CEDIA education going into the, the annual trade show? It's going to be, I've seen the list of courses. It's going to be amazing. There's going to be a lot of new approaches to education, including EOS training and some other things. Um, it's just going to be, uh, I think for many people, it's that first time back in a big face-to-face -face environment. <clears throat> and I, you know, I saw it at ISE and we're going to see it at Expo that people are just dying to get back face-to-face. -face. And see the Expo for us really ties in all three of our pillars, advocacy, as we've discussed, um, connection, which is, of course, bringing everyone together, and education, which we hope people will take advantage of, incredible training from our education team um, on all aspects of uh, uh, the, the, the channel, including some new tracks on lighting and other things that will be of great interest. Well, that's great. And, uh, and, and Darren, I'm assuming you are going to be holding down the fort as you do uh, at some location other than the event that we described, but you're going to have some somewhere where people can track you down and, and learn a little bit more if they don't make it to the uh, the actual town hall. Sure. Yeah, that that, that um, will be at the uh, CEDIA, CEDIA booth location. And within that, we'll have a advocacy um, kiosk. And, and so we'll be working with members, as we talked earlier, with our 
a grassroots digital advocacy tool to make sure that people take time to be able to build those relationships, make that connection with your local leadership at the local level, at the federal level about our industry and to be that kind of thought leader for, for, those, legis for those local legislative leaders on technology and, and start building those relationships. Um, we talked a little bit about education. One of the one of the courses we'll be having is on the the upcoming changes to the National Electrical Code. So, um, we just encourage people to to take time to, um, if they're on it, hopefully able to attend the advocacy town hall on Thursday, September 29th, but also to visit the CDA booth to learn not only about the advocacy efforts within CDA, but the many other member benefits and programs that that your membership provides and 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 to also um, become a member if not a member. And so we look forward to, to returning back to Dallas and, and, and spending time with our members and, and, and networking. And one other, you know, call to action is, you know, if you hear of something locally that's coming up in your municipality or or at the state level, you know, get in touch with me or, you know, come to, to, to Dallas and, you know, let us work on your behalf on those issues that's, that's what we want to support the industry. So. And is there any advanced registration required for the town hall or is it something that folks so, can just sh uh, show up for? As you register for CDA Expo, you can register for the the um, advocacy town hall. You can go to cdia.net forward slash advocacy, scroll down the homepage, and you can you can um, register for that um, through that as well. So we would encourage people again. It's right before the, the doors open to the expo, um, but please take that time on that Thursday morning to, to have breakfast, to network with your colleagues, to learn more about the advocacy efforts and the important role that you play and, and you know, hopefully get motivated to step up and, and, and make a positive change for your industry and your business. Well, I'll definitely be there. Thanks so much for for taking the time, both of you, to explain it. Uh, the Cedia booth is a great place to to hang out uh, at Cedia Expo. There are always some friendly, familiar faces there, and a lot of comfortable seating. Maybe uh, a snack or two, or some uh, some swag to take home with you a pen or a uh, or, or, or a hand sanitizer or something like that. So uh, we look forward to seeing you there. And um, I want to thank you both um, for, for joining us today. Pleasure. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Jeremy. Daryl Friedman is CEO of CEDIA and Darren Riemann is the CEDIA Director of Government Affairs. And like Darren said, you can check out uh, uh, more about CEDIA at CEDIA.net uh, and register for CEDIA Expo as well. And that wraps up today's show. If you're new to Residential Tech Talks, please subscribe to the weekly podcast on your preferred platform and consider rating or reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, check out all the latest residential tech news at the magazine's website, restechtoday.com, where you can also subscribe to our print or digital magazine and to our Tuesday and Friday email newsletters. Until next time, please stay safe. Stay inspired and let us know if you have a great story to tell.